0: And we are live. Excellent. And welcome to episode 42 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, along with Nancy Minnikozzi. I am a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minnikozzi. I'm an instructional tech coach in Northwest LA County. And just a reminder, our podcast is a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. Absolutely and today's random coffee fact is about a new experimental coffee from Brazil. It just sold for a new record high price at auction. Uh, it's a yellow bourbon raisin processed coffee where they let the fruit around the coffee shrivel up on the vine. On average the 21 winning coffees sold for $12.75 a pound. This one went for $126.10 a pound, and I will not be buying it anytime soon. No. So, what about you guys? No? $126 a pound coffee? No? All right. Not on a teacher's salary, for sure. Definitely not. But uh, tonight's guest is Ashley Cooper, who is going to be talking to us about the No One Eats Alone program that she started at her school. So, Ashley, welcome and tell us a bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. Well, ladies, thanks so much for having us and thank you so much for
1: highlighting all the great things that classroom teachers and educators do uh, for our students each and every day. Sometimes it feels like we're all by ourselves, but when you bring us together in this kind of format, it really reinforces uh, what we're trying to do, which is enrich lives and make the future better. Um, a little bit about me is I'm in my 16th year in education. I work in the Canao Valley at Thousand Oaks High School. I've done work for the County Office of Education, um, helped with professional development in my district, and most recently, um, within the last five and six years, um, got involved with the California Teachers Association and their instructional um, and professional development department, which is the most untapped resource that us teachers have. and. Uh, Through that, um, I've been able to access many, many resources. And one of those happens to be um, working with uh, students. And this most recent program is our No One um, Eats Alone. And really, it comes out of a brainchild from our peer mentors at Thousand Oaks High School who were tasked with the idea of wanting to include all students, um, which hopefully is the new in thing at the high school campus is inclusion and um, I can go
0: into details on that program if you'd like me to. Absolutely. So this was really, it started from the students. That's great. So how did it get started? Well,
1: unfortunately, um, one of our former students um, had graduated and um, didn't see a resolution to some of the problems he was having, maybe some undiagnosed um, health, mental health issues, and did commit suicide. And since he was a recent graduate from our school, it really had an on our students and they said you know we want to make sure every student knows they have somewhere to turn and in doing so we did start our peer mentoring program which meets daily and we work on um, leadership skills and from that program um, we were able to come up with our lunch bunch also known as no one eats alone and so we meet each and every day in my classroom and it started out very low-key um, with an invitation for a few students that were identified either by their teachers or or peer mentors around campus that just needed an extra layer of social support. Um, Through my work um, with California Teachers Association, I was able to apply for a grant from uh, the IFT, Institute for Teaching, and uh, you can find them on teacherdrivenchange.org. And um, we're able to um, secure a $20,000 grant from them. So that really has propelled this program to new heights and included Uh, more students where we've had to purchase um, tables that we can set up outside because it's an overflow area which tells you um, our students need support no matter test scores, no matter um, demographics, socioeconomic status. um, Everyone needs um, a little helping hand.
0: So yeah we're having a a lot of issues like that I think around the country. I think there is a lot of stress for those high school students. So um, how does the program benefit students? What, what changes have you seen since kids have started coming in uh, to eat lunch with, with peers?
1: Excellent, so we've started, we're about a year old now, and uh, students that have um, started coming have um, gained more confidence, have now um, made friendships within the classroom. Maybe students that you would not see interact outside of the classroom have really flourished inside. Um, It's really become a fun place to hang out, um, which is a good thing and a not-so-good thing because we're quite loud now, which can be a turn-off for some students. So one of our um, areas of growth would be to maybe have a quiet room or an area where um, more reserved students are welcome, such as the library. Um, What have we done? How do they benefit, Um, again, that social confidence? trying to get them to connect with um, areas um, on campus such as um, lunchtime clubs that maybe they weren't aware of before, but now we've built the trust. They're willing to listen to the peer mentors, or myself, saying, hey, you should go you know, look into the key club or the guitar club or the Spanish club, um, ways to get them to connect with students on campus with similar interests. Um, of course, we bond over food, um, <laughs> and the grant has helped um, to uh, provide for that um, there's always something fun to be had when we're celebrating one of our holidays or one of the accomplishments of one of our students.
0: So you don't uh, provide food every day the kids bring their own food but you have special celebrations for them whenever it seems appropriate.
1: Sure yeah we um, had a back-to-school party, a homecoming party, Halloween, you name it anytime awesome. that we have a chance to celebrate and bring students together we try. And a big part of that is sending out invitations. So that way students that have maybe never been invited to something receive an invitation in class. And it really gives them that confidence that someone took the time to look them up and um, seek them out in hopes that they would attend. And some of our students take three or four invitations to actually say, oh, they're serious. They really want me there. And, um, of course, we make a big deal when they attend and um, encourage them to keep coming back.
0: That's great. So how much of this um how much of the running the day-to-day running of this program is free is done by you and how much do the students do great question um the actual lunch period is really run by the
1: students they're the ones that interact they're the ones that are forming those friendships um the behind the scenes paperwork and logistical going out and purchasing um the supplies that we need um i still take that on only because our peer mentors are so busy. Um, they come from all different academic levels, which require different amounts of um, dedication after hours, as well as extracurriculars and um, work. So, um, in hopes of not burning them out, like many of our colleagues have experienced in the field of education, I try to shoulder a lot of that responsibility so they can stay fresh and enthusiastic for the lunchtime.
0: Well, that's great. And that's really where they're most needed. Absolutely. So um, Lisa and I were chatting before, before you came on. And um, as, as she said, Lisa's a fifth grade teacher. And we were thinking about this program and how wonderful it is at the high school level where the kids can do so much. And we were wondering, do you think it would translate to a middle school or upper elementary situation? And how, how could you translate that? Would you need to adapt it? Or what do you think you would need to do?
1: Great question. Um, part of our peer mentoring, our link crew program, both of which I oversee um, for the last five years had run an all-district leadership conference for middle school students um, in our district, the Canary Valley Unified School District. And since the launch of our Lunch Bunch, or No One Eats Alone, um, we have had two of the middle schools start Lunch Bunch programs. And it's been neat for the middle school students to collaborate with high school students on how to get this program up and running. So we talked about things as far as um, ensuring that you have a venue, um, ensuring that you have adult supervision, making sure that it's inclusive, um, making sure that there's a, um, a theme or a topic for them so it's not just um, a blank um, slate, because that can be intimidating for, for some of our students starting out with um, less intimidating factors such as a movie day or, um, you know, a trivia day about the school, really just where they can have fun and not have to open up too much. So, yes, it definitely translates to the middle school. Um, When our program was highlighted in the CTA magazine, The Educator, there was a fourth-grade teacher that had written into the editor the next month and said that, due to the coverage of our program, she wanted to start a program on her elementary campus. So this model can transcend K-12 education. Um, It just takes an adult with um, a little time and a whole big um, heart um, and that connection to students and just providing that um, scaffold. What I found in my 15 years um, working in the leadership classes is that if we as adults provide the structure the students will always exceed our expectations and this program is just an example of that.
0: I think that's definitely true and I'm wondering if you could expand a little bit on the idea of the different topics um, so that when kids come they don't just basically sit around going, oh what should we talk about? or not say anything at all. Exactly, so um, through the grant
1: um, I was able to purchase um, different games and activities Um, But before we were were lucky enough to receive that grant, I visited many a garage sales and flea markets like all teachers do to try to um, stock the room full of activities. So um, we will have a ping-pong tournament. We will have a Jenga day. We will have a puzzle day. Um, We will have um, the art for big kids, so those new popular um, art or coloring books for adults where we'll play music and just have out art um, materials. Uh, The trivia day about school is really exciting. Um, Movie days are always a big hit where we just go and get Costco popcorn. Um, For less than $10, we have popcorn for a month. And uh, we mix it up, and that way the kids keep coming back for more and always surprised on what um, what we're going to do. I was really shocked with some of our middle school students. They had um, ideas far beyond what um, we had thought of um, where they wanted to have Music Day, Art Day, um, highlighting a different club um, on their campus each day. So to hear each of the subsequent um, programs as they develop, I feel like it gets bigger and better with each new um, rendition on the new campuses.
0: Right. And I love that. Um, So question, it is daily, correct? Correct. It is daily. Now,
1: this year I um, do Monday through Thursday only because I have to go pick up my daughters from their school um, because they have minimum day on Friday. So um, as a busy working mom, um, this year we've had to make accommodations, which our students have beginning getting more really upset with. But of course, as I let them know how important it was to take care of my own children, they began to understand. Um, but they have become quite attached to the room. So much so that when we first started the Lunch Bunch program a year ago, it was supposed to be rotating um, to different clubs during the lunchtime in hopes of um, connecting our students to different clubs on campus. But students um, became so comfortable in my room, they didn't want to leave. And I guess that's a good problem to have when you're trying to get students connected onto your campus. So um, we decided that we would have guest speakers um, come in and talk about their clubs rather than our students go to different rooms.
0: So some students come every day. Some students come occasionally. Go to clubs. I really, really like that. I think it's great.
1: And we um, encourage them to come. They go. Oh, I'm sorry. I was at you know Fellowship of Christian Athletes, or I was at you know Spanish club. And I said, Oh my goodness, that's my dream come true for you. Is for you to go out and get connected and make friends and um, make connections with other teachers and causes and. Really, that's our ultimate goal. So um, the ones I worry about are the ones I haven't seen in a while, and I do um, try to find the time to track them down and make sure uh, they're doing okay and seeing
0: if they need anything else. Thank you. Okay, that was our timer. So we we set it, I know, 14 minutes, and then you get one minute. To sum up, so I don't know if you'd like to talk about some, to expand on anything that you've talked about, or um, if you'd like to explain how teachers can start a similar program in their own schools, but uh, final thoughts?
1: Excellent. I can't believe how fast um, time goes. There's so much to talk about, and I just want to encourage all the teachers out there, if you have students that are in need, it doesn't take curriculum. It doesn't take a big budget. You just need a room, um, a big heart, and an open door, and the kids will find you. It's just finding that trusted adult on campus, and you never know um, the difference you make um, until, um, you know, the um, time has gone by, Uh, but each and every day we have the opportunity to make a difference, save a life, and I encourage all of our teachers to go outside our comfort zone and um, get to know those kiddos um, outside the academic portion of our job.
0: Thank you so much. You were really inspirational, and I can't wait for uh, people to hear this program because I think you will inspire a lot of people besides just uh, Lisa and myself. So thank you, everybody who's listening. If you enjoyed the show, and uh, please go ahead and leave us a comment to let us know. And tonight's comment question is kind of a fun one since we were talking about uh, no one eats alone what's your favorite food to share with friends let us know in the comments please join us Monday December 18th when our guest will be Micah Shippey and he will be talking to us about augmented reality And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. And remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things that they do in their classrooms. So if you know of someone who fits the bill or if you'd like to be a guest, please visit TLC.ninja and complete the contact form just to let us know. Thank you and have a wonderful, inspiring week.